Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 21st of June. It's just gone 10 o'clock here on the top floor of RF Towers. It's quarter final week in the in the All-Ireland Club Championship. I'm joined with Linda Mack. Linda. Grand. You're, you're going back to club stuff, Ref. <laughs> Quarterfinals. Yeah, instead of All-Ireland Club. <laughs> what did I say, club? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there, 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 there you go. Um, it's quarterfinal in the All-Ireland Championship. Um, Mayo, Kerry. We've got a special guest on the on the show tonight. It's a journalist from the Irish News, Cahir O'Kane, a dairy man. How are you? Thanks for good, coming good on. Bad. No bother, no bother. How's things? Good, good. Now it's uh, I'm sure it's 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 a lot more of a build up and probably a bit more excitement up in Derry uh, this week, probably than that uh, compared to Mayo. I think we're, we're we're well used to it at this stage. Uh, Jesus, I was down at the I was down at the Monaghan game there. What a fortnight ago you just had, and I thought the place was awful, awful morbid, depressed about <laughs> about Mayo, and, and I suppose looking from the outside, I still don't really understand it. Um, and then Mayo have plotted their way through qualifiers a good few years and, and, and turned up when the business had to be done. But uh, no, the excitement up here is 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 off the scale now, to be fair. Um, you know, Derry, Derry um, had a crowd at the Ulster final that, that hasn't followed a Derry team in, a, in probably since 93, since they won the All-Ireland. Um, and over the road, well, we're not exactly... We, neighbours, we don't have a border with Armagh, but um, over the road in Armagh, they're away completely bananas <laughs> altogether. Like the the their, I suppose their their fan base is notoriously a bit like your own. Um, the the Armagh people bring a, an enormous sea of colour and an enormous enthusiasm the whole time. Um, even when things haven't been going overly brilliant, it doesn't take much to to mobilise them. So it's just I suppose it's nice to have a have a change. We've had thrown. Tyrone, Donegal, Monaghan, kind of doing her fighting on the on the All Ireland stage for for the guts of the last fifteen years. Um, so two different uh, two different representatives from Ulster at this stage. So makes yeah, change. the the there must be a there must be a, a decent level of confidence now when you got the draw against Clare and you got on that side, especially. Well, I think it applies to all four counties on that side of the draw. To be fair, there every everybody. On that side, will have will have just sat up a wee bit straighter on Monday morning and thought, you know, we've we've avoided everybody here. Um, the three that you wanted to avoid on on the other side, um, I don't I, I don't class Cork as, as as having any great chance against Dublin on 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 Saturday evening. But the other three, you're certainly the three you wanted to avoid, uh, and it's left that that one of those four is now going to play in an All Ireland final, and that I think that's contributed. To the enormous crowds that we're going to see this weekend, you know, you're looking at sixty thousand plus on Saturday. You're looking at certainly north of seventy, and and depending on how things go, somewhere close to eighty on on Sunday. So it, the that that is a largely down to the draw and the excitement of the fact that one of those four teams is now going to be playing an All Ireland final, and it's it's very real and very tangible for everybody. Care so did you? Booked a hotel for the All Ireland weekend. The morning to draw. <laughs> That's what us Mayo supporters do every year. Not, I'm not going to tell you any lies. I booked the hotel for the weekend of the All Ireland final the day before the draw, just okay. in case the draw would go nicely and I would get it relatively cheap. <laughs> I haven't, um, I haven't looked at how much more expensive it is 
uh, it's not it's not cheap to stay in Dublin at the best of times. How much did you so, get it before the final? Uh, the the, the draw? Uh, on, on the Sunday I booked it on the Sunday and it was it was it's well out of the road and it was two hundred and eighty two hundred and eighty sterling, uh, which would be three hundred and probably three hundred and thirty odd euro. For for you boys, um, it's it's very steep, but I've, I've, I've made sure and book free cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have definitely worked out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Always book free cancellation. So look, I'd say there was probably a rush on on all four counties again booking booking those hotels up on the Monday because it's it's such a wide open it's such a wide open side and everybody. Is a wee bit excited. Everybody's a wee bit nervous. Everybody's a wee bit thinking, what way will our game go and what way will the other game go? Who do we want to play? Who do we not want to play? And you mentioned about, you know, Derry being excited getting clear and like, there's no doubt there were within Derry there'd have been a bit of a sort of a sense of, you know, you would have wanted Clare or Cork. That's who you wanted. But equally, Clare wanted Derry. <laughs> there's yeah. absolutely no doubt about that. Clare wanted Derry because, I think. They, they they absolutely did not want Kerry. Absolutely, that would have been worst case scenario for Clare. They they would have took Dublin before they'd have took Kerry. Um, and then you're into to Galway who won Division Two, and then Clare who who Der, sorry Derry who who Clare got a look at in their league game against them yeah. down in Ennis. And even though Derry won it well enough in the end, um, there's absolutely no doubt that that. Clare wanted Derry as much as Derry wanted Clare. Is it much of a spin from Derry then to Dublin, lengthwise for the fans, like compared to what well, we'd be doing? Well, it depends. Where I live at now is in, in South Derry, sort of very close to the Antrim border, and it would be sort of two and a half hours. Where I'm from, it's closer to three, and yeah. then from from Derry City, you're you're on three and a half or or thereabouts. So. It's uh, and that's that's on a good day when there's no there's no traffic like so it is a it's a fair wee spin. Yeah, um, in terms of you know having the quarterfinals back, I thought it was always a great weekend of football. I think it really ramped up the championship. And it used to be on August Bank called the weekend. It was it must be great for journalists to have four big games in the one weekend and go back to that structure. And the Super Eight was a bit was it a bit watered and there was there was dead end games. I I think we're maybe a wee bit colourblind on that. Um, the quarterfinals when they came in, and probably for the first long time were were as you say, like and and the the Monday bank holiday was a strange concept because we didn't get it in the north. Um, and, oh, and always that and always that all Ireland quarterfinal and the Monday kind of caught us out. Yeah. you would notice so, there was never there was never a northern team in that quarterfinal, um, because we weren't off work, but. <laughs> The the quarterfinals were great for a long time, and then absolutely flatlined. You know, there was a long time there, a long number of years where games, yeah, it comes to mind. What Kerry put seven goals past Kildare, and you know, certain certain games come to mind. The, the quarterfinals went very flat. They became yeah. almost a procession, and like I'm probably in a minority. I didn't think the Super Eights were as bad as a lot of people thought they were, but I could see the flaws in them. Um, do you think Dublin? Do you think Dublin, because they were rampaging at the time, didn't help the Super Eights? Probably didn't help the Super Eights. But even you know, you go back to Tyrone getting them into Oma and really, you know, really pushing them in a way that they couldn't have pushed them in, in Crow Park. And and I think that that evening was kind of the 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 day that 
people really thought, you know, just what would it be like if we got Dublin at a group park? Yeah. You know, because look at the difference. Tyrone had been annihilated by them a couple of times in Croke Park and suddenly got them into Oma. And even though I think Tyrone were five down, put on a real late spurt and got two or three points, I think they ended up getting by two or three that night. But but it, it really felt like a game. It felt like an occasion. And and it was kind of the night that everyone, obviously Donegal would have been the county that, that did a lot of the pushing to get Dublin out of Croke Park with various motions to, to Congress and different things. But um, Would I you move the quarterfinals to well, provincial champions to get the home advantage? Uh, no, well, again, it's hard to know. Like, look at this weekend now. We're looking at, we're looking at potentially 140,000 people across the weekend. There's nowhere else could have held that. You, you know, yeah. and you, there's no sense in going beyond Croke Park when you have the demand and the occasion that Sunday will be. The problem with Croke Park is is what you boys had there two weeks ago last Saturday where there's 16,500 people at it and uh, seagulls are coming in and sitting at your feet. Like, and it, <laughs> it's, that's not what you want. That's, that's not what the qualifiers... Uh, it doesn't lend the qualifiers anything at all. It, it, it makes a real poor show of, of the games. It's, it's hard to get any life in the games. You, you know, provincial venues are brilliant when they're right. Pro Park is brilliant when it's right. It's it's I suppose it's it's just making the right decisions. But look, every All Ireland quarter final since three of the first four in two thousand and one were played in uh in Castle Bar, uh Galway and Ross Common. Derry yeah. played through one in, in Clonus and um the famous Kerry and Dublin game in Thurlis. Um and since then every All Ireland quarter final's been in Crow Park. So Barring the Super it's just going to be Croke Park. Yeah, I think you mentioned as well that the sixteen thousand. It's just probably the can we've been dragged up there now so many times. I think a lot of people just and it, when when the when the price hikes came with the diesel and the hotel rooms and everything else. I think the fun, a lot of the fun went outward for a lot of Mayo people. You, you boys flat out on the red too. <laughs> Green down here. We're environmentally friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Are Ulster journalists sick of writing about Mayo being nearly there? Nearly there. You never get sick of Mayo, and I mean that. I, 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 I never. I could never get sick of Mayo. Um, I think. Uh, who was it? Somebody wrote a couple of years ago. Like the, the problem with Mayo, the idea of Mayo winning it is then they cease to be Mayo. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who wrote that, but um, it's kind of true, but. There's such a great adventure to follow every year. Like I, I give them an awful lot more chance than a lot of people are giving them on, on Sunday. I, I watched the league final back on Monday, past there. Like I watched the national league final back, and I just felt that everything that we know about Mayo was absent that day. You know, aside from the names missing on the team sheet, which then had an impact on on how they played and all the rest, but. They were just so they were just so flat and pedestrian coming out with the ball. Um, there was no there was no injection of pace. There was no real energy in it. They actually kicked a lot of ball, um, and it didn't stick. And that'll be one thing that they definitely will be worried about because you do need to kick a certain amount of the ball in, in Crow Park, and you do need to make it stick. And you fellas know better. The, the chat I've heard is, is probably Ryan O'Donoghue's not far away. Um, and and if he's fit, well, he has to be fit, I think, for for Mayo to to stand the chance. I, I don't think they'll, they'll ever beat Kerry without him. Um, 
but there's just a whole lot of elements that people have read so much into that league final because it was in Croke Park and, and everybody thought, well, geez, now there's the big pitch, there's Kerry, there's Kerry, that's what Kerry are going to do. Like, and, you know, they were ultra, ultra efficient in the All-Ireland semi-final mm-hmm. last year against Tyrone. They missed practically nothing. They still got beat because they yeah. got turned over so often um, when, when Tyrone closed down the space in the middle of the goals. So there's a lot about Kerry that, like, to me, they're, they're favourites to the All-Ireland. They should win the All-Ireland. But there's a whole lot about them that still has to be answered. And, and I think Mayo are as well-placed as anybody to, to find out if they have the answers for it. Yeah, do you think they'll go away from this horn ball that that it's been coined down here? Unfortunately, do you think that they'll do something different, or like I, personally, I think Enda will be the same. And a lot of people may we won't see Mayo blocking up the middle like what Tyrone do, which what you need to do against Kerry with the good teams, the better teams. Can you see him? changing it all of a sudden I know you've been following them watching Horan's teams for years can you see any any change because that's our probably biggest hinge is that um, we, we don't see any we don't see any tactical differences or we won't see it we'd be fools to expect anything different at this stage it is you know you don't you don't make wholesale changes at, at this stage of it um, and for for a game of this enormity um, you probably make tweaks but you don't make you don't make any big wholesale change. They'll play the way they play. Um, but, you know, I think the biggest thing that they'll take out of the league final is the fact that the ball didn't stick. I, I think, if anything, I think Mayo might be a bit scared to kick the ball yeah. on Sunday. Um, and I would worry a wee bit from that perspective if they're scared to even try it. Um, like I've never been... I've never understood, and, and again, I know there's a whole lot of opinions on him. Um, I've never understood the battering that Dave McShea gets uh, from from a whole lot of people. But at the same time, I've never, ever, ever felt that he should be playing a full forward. Um, I've always felt that he should be right in the middle of the field because when he goes into full forward, any time he's gone to full forward against uh, Dublin, I mean, they've either stood off and let him catch it because they know he's not going to beat them for pace. And you just get turned over, you get bottled up and turned over, <laughs> or they compete with him in the air and, and break it off them in, in, in big numbers. And I just, I've never felt that Ian O'Shea at full forward is the answer for me, despite a whole lot of chat about that over the years. Like, um, and I don't think, obviously, Tommy Conroy is a massive, massive loss to us in terms of what he would bring to a game like this. I think he would scare Kerry. Um, mm. And I don't know that there's just. To scare Kerry, maybe not an awful pile, but but Mayo have a way of of always finding enough scores to keep themselves alive in a game. They just do, and they'll they'll go to the wire. Um, I think they'll they'll win a lot of the defensive one to ones, and it'll look as much probably depends on what Kerry put out. It'll yeah. be interesting. Look, who plays at ten and twelve for Kerry? That'll tell you a lot. Um, as to how Kerry are approaching the game because whether they set up a team that is built around stopping Mayo's halfbacks at source um, that'll you'll know to look at the Kerry team sheet I think if Kerry go for six forwards six tacking forwards as they can do um, I think they could be in bother Ooh. 
care. Um, Paddy Talley, a friend of the pod here, he came on with us last year. He's gone in with Kerry this year. They haven't conceded many goals all year. Uh, his influence, do you think he'll insist on a strong defensive base and therefore they won't go at six forwards? I, I think, to be honest, I, I think Paddy would, would definitely want the, the backs well covered and I think that's the, probably the route they will go, to be honest. I, 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 there's a debate over it, but I think you'll probably see... Well, Adrian Spillane has played pretty much every minute. He's, he's become a big favourite of Jack O'Connor very quickly. Um, Dara Moynihan is a player I've always liked. Um, a 10 for Kerry, and I think that's the two you'll see. Um, which which kind of gives them a sort of a decent balance. You know, it's not it's not overly one way or the other. Um, I think that's the that's the, the two wing forwards you'll see and. McPaddy has clearly made a, a huge difference to to Kerry because they're defending. Um, they're not only defending in a better shape, but which they definitely are. And as you say, they've only considered one goal from open play, and it was just actually off where they had just scored a goal themselves and threw and caught them a long kick out, and I think it was whatever, 17, 18 seconds. Um, and Darren McCurry had the ball in the back of the net. And that was the only goal they've considered from open play in the entire year. So yeah. they're. Um, they're a whole lot better at it, and some of their, you know, some of their man-to-man defending has has improved a lot as well. Yeah. They have always been a fan of Thomas Sullivan, um, and I think he's he's an underrated man-to-man defender. Um, and obviously, Ty Morley going back in in front has made um, has made a kind of man out of Jason Foley as well. Um, Jason Foley has really stood up. Do you think Clifford will start? I like it is. It's hard to know. Um, the fact that he wasn't there for the monster final, obviously they're keeping yeah. a tight lid. Jack O'Connor was was coy enough when he was asked about it the other day. Um, the body language, his body language. He put the hands up, care. He didn't want to talk. <laughs> Rumor has he, it he's not going to start. Yeah, that's the, that's the well, look, you know that's a that's a complete game changer because you're talking about blocking up the middle. If if David Clifford doesn't start, um. It allows Mayo so much freedom to play their their game, you know, because you're looking at you boys are probably panicking and you know who's going to mark this man because obviously Hora really struggled on him in the league final, Oshin Mullins struggled on him a fair wee bit down in Tralee and it was a it was a wet night too and it didn't he didn't even sit a forward, um so you're looking at where do we go here? Um, you probably go back to to Oshin Mullins for another go, I would think, but. Maybe maybe you go for Keegan. I don't know, Keegan. but possibly you go for Keegan. All right, but it, it's just a whole. It's it's a main battle for, for for Mayo all week. What do we do and and how do we stop Clifford? And just if Clifford's not there, you know, not saying he's a he was, is he irreplaceable? Like no no other no other forward in Ireland's quite like him at the minute. So uh, he's he's certainly a huge weight off Mayo's mind if he's not playing. Yeah. Uh, quickly on the button, Mayo or Kerry? I think Kerry have to win. Kerry have yeah. to win. We go to our neighbours quickly. Goal in Armagh. Will you? Would you be? Will you be cheering Armagh? <laughs> they lost. Their, they, they, they lost. They lost. Of, of we always. We always. Um, 
we always support our neighbours, even though Apart our from drone. <laughs> <laughs> I think drone's biggest problem is their their neighbours with everybody. Yeah. They have a border <laughs> with with just about everybody else in the in the north, like and and in, and even in Donegal as well. So, but um, that's uh, that's the game I'm actually really looking forward to. I I think that'll be the game of the weekend, um, and I think it's nearly impossible to call because we don't really still don't really know enough not, not that we don't know enough but I don't think either team is consistent enough to say that this is definitely going to happen or this this Armagh will do this or Galway will do this like Galway came out against yourselves and, and Castle Bar and played the double sweeper and, yeah. and sort of caught everybody out a wee bit um, but when you look at them like they have scored a goal at least one goal in every single game this year barring the Division 2 league final uh, against Ross Common, they seven goals in, in in Connacht. They're scoring goals. Armagh have have found their way of scoring goals. They didn't score any in Balbuffet, but they they could have had five against Tyrone. They got three the last day against Donegal. You know, there could be goals in it. Could be a yeah. real open game. You know, you're looking at Shane Walsh. You're looking at Ryan O'Neill. Like, I I'm really looking forward to that on Sunday. I think that'll be a clinker. You will, yeah. I think it'll be the, the two sets of fours and the two or three main fellas and whatever, whatever team closes them down um, will have a big say in that game. I think that's going to be a, a cracking game. Cork, Dublin, you said it yourself, Dublin are probably going to win that game. There's probably not too much going to be said about that game and that's probably what's on the Saturday evening, isn't it? Yeah. Aye, it's, um, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not one that I think Cork will... Well, really, they have a couple of forwards that can cause teams problems. And so it'll probably be the kind of game where 20, 25 minutes, Cork will have enough on attack to, to keep punching three and blows for a wee while. And, and it could be six all after after 25 minutes, but the game will the game will go away from them. I mean, yeah. they, 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 as as it did against Kerry, you know, they, they sort of stood up to Kerry for a while in Parky Run, but Croke Park's very different too. Um, and I don't think Cork are at that stage yet and uh, I would I would almost fear a wee bit for them um, what it could go like in the last 20 minutes yeah uh, Miners Jerry are doing, are doing okay as well they are they are um, we've we've probably we haven't won every Ulster title and and, and Derry haven't they won't won every All-Ireland they won't won every Ulster but I think you're going back a decade now to where had a bad minor team um, yeah. you know which is a real real good sign Um why, why is uh yeah, just gonna say to enormous what's the secret? Because at schools level they're prominent, Derry at minor and now are going well. I know on the underage teams they're doing fairly decent as well. What's the what's the what's been the catalyst behind that? Is it just good people involved? Uh, you know, a, a lot of it I, I think what happens at the county setup and what happens at Own Big is the add ons. Um the clubs and the schools you know, break the back of it for them. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the sort of traditional clubs had actually, had sort of, you know, the, the names that would have been associated with the nineties, um, Lave, Balahi, you know, those those kind of clubs had, had kind of faded off the off the scene in terms of winning senior championships. Lave haven't won one since ninety three. Balahi haven't won one since two thousand and five. That sort of thing, you know, and they still haven't they haven't still haven't ended those runs yet. But they're producing now players and they're producing. And and then you have the likes of of Mara Felt who have, have really really got their act together and 
in the schools from Pats Mahara really came yeah. back into the Rory and Hogan about 10, 12 years ago. So Mary's Mara felt has become a superpower, been in three of the last four McCrory finals. You know, so the groundwork is very, very, very strong. And then they're going to own big. The setups are good. The players want to be there. Like we had real problems 10, 12, 11, 13 years ago. 10, 12, 11, 13. That's we had real problems at that stage uh, getting the best minors to commit to playing county minor football because they were so, you know, they were kind of tied in with the schools. Maharawers get strong. Minor setup wasn't great. Players weren't coming out. The thing was, was not going well and we've kind of solved all that. And like as I say, you're going back now a decade until to find a dairy minor team that wasn't competitive and wasn't at the very least decent. And, you know, hopefully with the age profile of the senior team there, Chrissy McKeague's 32. There's nobody else close to that. 28's the next. Yeah. Sorry, Benny Heron's 31, sorry. And the next is, is 28. There's 11, 11 of the starting 28, or sorry, 11 of the starting 15 are between 23 and 28. Like, so. yeah. And then you have all these minor teams coming behind it. So it's the start are, for Derry. Are Derry now, at the moment, the fittest team in Ireland? Ach, no, I don't think you could say that. Um, because... I think what we've seen at the moment, like, are they at a different scale compared to maybe other teams coming into this stage now? Or it's maybe in the last couple of weeks, you know, I doubt they run the legs of themselves, but they look to me. I think it's very hard. Like, I still wouldn't, still wouldn't like to put them into a man-to-man game against Mayo Mm. and see who lasts the seventy minutes. You know, you know throw away the football and let them just run for 55 minutes and then see who has the last 15 in them. Because Derry, like, have done fierce work, like, absolutely yeah. unbelievable hard work on the Rory Geller, but they were playing catch-up. I, I would say that what Derry have done is caught up on, on everybody else. They're they're now at the level with Donegal and Mayo and Tyrone and in. Dublin and, and Kerry. They're, they're at that level, but I, I don't think you would be saying that they're the fittest team in Ireland at this stage. Yeah, interesting. From what we were watching on the TV, a lot of people... But they're flying. They're flying. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, you know, they're all fat. They're all... The, the condition in, in Mayo is done over probably a longer, over yeah, a longer it's, time. It's, 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 a, it's, it's five or six years. But I suppose Gallagher's been there long enough too that the... Two and a half years. Two and a half. Yeah, it probably needs another two years before he, before he, uh, exactly. he cracks it. Care, is there anyone that we haven't seen a lot of an Ulster so far to come into the team and thinking Ben McCarron, I seen him with his club. Uh, I'm from Butler's Bridge originally and he put on a masterclass against them one day in the Derny and Ulster semi-final. Is he a chance to come through in the latter stages? Ben probably didn't um, benefit in terms of Derry from that run because he was late then in to the panel um, and he kind of hasn't, funny, Rory mentioned them to me the other day, like about you know, just maybe not having got the game time anti Ben that he might have liked, but I don't think he'd be starting at at this stage. No, look, the team, the team will be the team. Barn the two that are are sort of at the door, if you like. Emmett Bradley was a surprise that he was dropped for the for the throne game and has been playing that role then coming in off the bench and in, in all three games so far. And like there there would still be no great surprise if if there was a tweak and Emmett was was put into the team somewhere and 
and there was a change made, but but Rory's been consistent. He has kept him out of it, um, and so he's gone. And and he probably will go the same again. He'd probably keep Emmett out, and then I suppose Podic Cassidy, um, who has probably been you know at times Derry's best player in the last four or five years, but has really struggled with injuries and is sort of headed for an operation post season and and stuff. So he's just they're just trying to squeeze out whatever they can get out of Potty at this stage. Like and they do, you know. If you get 15 minutes out of him in Crow Park, you'll be doing well, I think. Yes. So who will you be playing in that Ireland semi-final? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, genuinely, um, there weren't many. There weren't many anywhere saying Claire would have beat Ross Common. There weren't, you know, and and Claire have been have been probably disrespected a wee bit for a long time, and that you know, Colm Collins has kept them in Division Two there for what six, seven years now, like, and said himself they were very disappointed that the league went the way it did and they'd never had a sickener like the like the Limerick game. Um, and their year nearly looked over at that stage. So, you know, they're on a wee roll. They're going to be hard to work with. But, uh, look, I do think Derry will win it. I think they'll get out of it. But I don't think it'll be the hammering match that, that maybe people are looking at. Um, I think Claire will give them a whole lot more ball than that. Um, and who they'll be playing, uh, I, I I nearly can't call the other one. I've never, I've never quite bought Galway. Our man Crow Park with a wee bit of momentum and a massive crowd coming down, a huge crowd. Could be our man. Oh, we we'll all be cheering for Galway as well. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Dulster crowd. We cheer for our own. <laughs> and that's what's Ross Common. Care, that's that great. Um, great wrap-up, great round-up of uh, the weekend ahead. And from a different perspective, really appreciate you coming on and giving us your um, your thoughts on the on the weekend ahead. I'm sure you'll be busy. You'll be flat out now. You'll have your match-ups. Will you have the match-ups tweet up? Ah, sure. <laughs> it's the it's 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 the best bit of content you'll get, Journey, because you're because when you're watching games on TV, you can't really make out the matchups or you can't whatever. I'm I, I I highly looking forward to it if you do get time to throw yeah. them together. I, I thought you were talking to Rory Gallagher before the Ulster final. They were very very accurate. Before the Ulster final, you know. Have you a good relationship with the with the is the journalist good relationship with managers up in Ulster? Like to what, talk to them, wouldn't what, what you what you write about them, I suppose. But okay. it's uh, it's it's look, it's like anything. It can be fraught in some s- scenarios, and then it can be grand when everything's going well. I suppose you're writing good things, and everybody's getting on, and and then when things aren't going so well, you're maybe you're maybe not as kind, and they think you're a dickhead, and and uh, and that's that's the way it goes. Then so you've good. Victim Bo get a good relationship there with one for a while. <laughs> Mr. McGuinness sure. even that you know I think Declan and Jim would have been grand up until that point and then that's the way it doesn't take much they doesn't take much they knock something like that off but no um, yeah. thankfully I get on not too bad Rory's, Rory's very good Rory's great value for for journalists uh, talk, talk. Here, one, one last question from me yeah. I'm intrigued uh, the view in other counties of Mayo, the players, we all think that Lee Keegan is 
this player that's an aura about him in every other county. Is it that way up north? I was I was half in a mind I, I was half in a mind last Monday morning, which is why I watched the league final back early, like before the draw was made early in the morning, and uh, I was going to write my column about Lee Keegan and not writing Mayo off, and then they drew Kerry, and I thought <laughs> I'll maybe not bother, but uh, <laughs> but Lee Keegan is is just absolute gold, lads. Like you. Yeah, I hope you just realise how lucky you is already have him because he is different gravy, you know, because, you know, anybody can pop up with the scores when things are going great. Like, Lee Keegan pops up with the scores when things are not going great and the big tackles and the interceptions and he keeps trucking and he can do it all. He can he can mark a man, he can take a man on. I mean, his battles with Connolly were, were, were the stuff of legend at, at times. Like, and... Uh, Look, I, th- I think there are very, very, very few players in Ireland that will be held in the regard because he doesn't write to, you know, Keegan. Oh, everybody gets into the, there's a bit of wrestling and a bit of howling, carrying on and stuff, but there's no badness in Lee Keegan. Certainly not that anybody has seen like, and there's just the right amount of, of controlled aggression about him. Like, and I think he's very, very easy to warm to watching him. And he just has, he's just brought so much. And it really would be a travesty if he finished without an all Ireland medal. But then he wouldn't be the only one of that group. Like there'd be a few already gone that, that yeah. you'd say that about. But no, Keegan's. No, we love Lee Keegan. Everybody loves Lee Keegan. <laughs> of course, Kerr, not many people know it, but Keegan grew up in a half back then with the man beside us here, ref. That's, right. that's true, yeah. <laughs> Captain him in an All-Ireland final, believe it or not. You captained him? Yeah. Very good. Put that, yeah. Put that in, the, in your tweet. Um, <laughs> right. Are you, uh, are you marking on Sunday? Uh, <laughs> I'll be marking a, a high stool. I'll be marking a high stool in England. Um, different path. Different path. <laughs> um, right, uh, here that's great. Um, we, I was just going to say we're going to welcome Rory Gallagher with open arms in two or three years in Mayo, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good relationship with Rory as he brings Mayo up to glory. I think he's the he's the type of guy Mayo needs. So maybe so, maybe so, maybe so. We'll see, we'll see. Hopefully we're still around to see it. Uh, thanks very much for coming on. Really appreciate the chat. Uh, no enjoy. bother. And. Uh, uh, best of luck the weekend. Enjoy it. Uh, don't work too hard, and I'm sure we'll um, we'll be we'll be seeing your work uh, during might the week. Bring you on before the Ireland final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks a million lads. Yeah, you can take off the Jerry jersey now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, care. See you later. Good luck. luck. Bye bye. Bye bye. No, Enda. He's good value. Good. Very good, very good. Did you hear the Did you hear the blue bottle? No. I, I, I see the jumping about there. There's I was a fucking. Say you're like a blue arse fly, but you were chasing the blue arse. There was fly. a fucking blue bottle, <laughs> and he wouldn't fuck off around me, and I kept thinking. All I could see was the hands going. <laughs> <laughs> and the bastard has settled that one. I wait, wait till I get him. I'm going to. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I could you hear it? No, you couldn't. I couldn't hear it, but I could I could see I could see the drama in the background. I I'm sure Kara's thinking what's yeah. wrong with that lad? <laughs> <laughs> the shakes. The shakes. 
bad bad with the nerves as, as a man it's a um yeah just a great to have care Rob, but we might have a quick mention the miners our own miners ref yes they're playing saturday in uh tullamore against kerry 230 uh, is it yeah i think it's 230 um Probably the hardest draw they could have got, of course. Uh, they played Kerry already in a challenge game. I think they played it over, uh, I was going to say three quarters. You can't do three quarters, three thirds. There was uh, one Mayo win, one Kerry win and one draw from what I'm hearing. So, um, yeah, yeah. What I love about this minor team is the full forward line ref. Yeah. It's not often in the last 20 years we've had a Mayo team at any level with a real cutting edge, and this team has, with especially Hurley and Clark inside. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I like them. I like them. I like the way they go about their business. Um, I think they're well put together. I think they're big. They're strong. They have good wing forwards. They've got... Great full back. Great, great full back. Great might be a strong word used about a minor, but he's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to go. Yeah. We don't want to go down the, the route of of, <laughs> of certain organisations blowing smoke up their hole. But yeah. they're, they they look like they're they're they're, they're coming on nicely. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, so hopefully things go well for them, and uh, it'd be brilliant for the two teams to win the weekend, and uh, we'll get a, another day out in Croke Park. Yeah. When will the final be on then? The minor finals? The minor finals on the day of one of the semi-finals as far as I'm aware. Okay. And no one, if we're both teams were to win, the male minor one would be on the... the opposite the day. Yeah, yeah. The fucking know well it was, the way things, they, they do it. Um, what do you think, Indra, yourself? I think... Uh, I, th- I think every, as the hours go by, I get more confident. I'm convinced yeah. now. I'm convinced now. Clifford is out. I'm absolutely convinced. The body language of Jack O'Connor, hearing little bits from Kerry, Timmy Minahan is getting inside my head. I'm getting uh, direct messages from Timmy every few minutes. The last <laughs> one was, "Have the scales tipped." <laughs> he must have thought I was on one end of them. But, Maybe uh, this is the this is Yera 2.0 yeah, where I'm going to interview up. you. I'm going to interview you, Jack, and you're going to make some body movements, and we'll all play along like a, like we would a male and jump to conclusions. Say, oh, he's definitely out. Hmm. Maybe this is the new level of cuteness that they've because you know everything has to evolve. You can't go with the old Yera all the time. Yeah, that's there, a joke now. There's. Um... So much talk about him being out. Uh, I'm beginning to fall for it. I'd probably look very foolish when he scores 1-4 the next day. The one thing I disagree with Care was I thought Park O'Hora done very well on Clifford until the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I thought the last 10 minutes he got hold of him. But, but that set fairness, the narrative for the whole game. You know when yeah. you have to watch every game and you take everything on board, it can be... Um, it can be challenging. Ah, yeah. I, look, there was a chance. There was a small yeah. chance, and let the matches. I hope they do. Hope I, they do it. I, I'm enjoying the matchups. Ronan put up his match matchups early. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I do agree with Ronan. 
in that we need to curb the influence of Gavin White. I talk a lot about Gavin White. I think he's a super, super footballer, but I wouldn't put Owen McLaughlin. I'd put Paddy Durkin on him. I think Paddy Durkin is a little bit smarter. Owen at times can get caught up in the game. Owen's uh, best way American is attacking. Attacking. So I, I'd play Owen wing back and I'd put Paddy Durkin. I keep harping back to the Ryan McHugh example of a couple of years ago. If we can curb Gavin White and Clifford doesn't play, we have a right chance. Uh, the intriguing thing is, will Aiden play midfield? Will Aiden play full forward? Or will Aiden play at all? And uh, will Parco Hora start ahead of Stephen Cohen? They're the things people are talking about that I meet on the side of the road or meet in shops or meet around town. And they're big calls. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the rest of the team picks itself. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of lads that are probably guaranteed. I think Aiden will start. I think he'll start myself, but I think he'll start full forward. I think he'll start midfield. It'll be interesting to, to see what happens. Will Jordan Is Jordan Flynn fit to play the full 70 minutes? Yeah. Um, there, There's injury rumours out there, so I'm not going to go into them because I have no information, but there is talk of another male player carrying an injury from the weekend, so we'll have to wait and see. Um. I'd say they'll go with O'Shea midfield and if it's not working out for him, they'll leave him on as long as they can and then bring in Flynn for the last 40 or whatever. Whatever he plays. Um, Are you travelling up, Ref? I got my ticket the other day. I'm still in between. I, yeah, I have friends coming down on the Saturday, so coming down to RF Towers. So I don't know. I could be a bit peaky on Sunday. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I'm getting into the whole watching the, watching the games on TV, the replays and everything else. It's very. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper too. A lot less time wasted. Traveling. Yeah. yeah, I won't be into. Oh yeah, just the time as well. See, I, you like. I like to be on the phone too. I like to be on the phone after the game, and when you're driving or you're traveling, it's awful hard to be stuck on the phone. You know, like after the Kildare game. I was in, at the one was at the wedding. I went outside and I just started walking around the car park for 10, 15 minutes, just on the phone watching Twitter, seeing what was happening in the polls. You know that 10, 15 minutes after a game, it's absolutely hopping on Twitter. It's yeah. brilliant. It's without a doubt the best app after a Mayo match. It's just it's wall-to-wall opinions. And me with the tongue out running to the Connell School car park to get out before the traffic ref. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get out in time? Yeah, there was very few in it, to be honest. Myself, I ran and the, uh, I caught up with Andy Moore on the way. You're he was fit. heading in there as well. So uh, I'd say he must have left before the match was over because I was moving at quite a speed, ref. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, the match, it's amazing. Normally, as it gets closer to a match, you get nervous and worried about it. This one, and get more confident. That might change, of course, 20 minutes beforehand if I see Clifford out lamping over balls from 50 yards out. Yeah. He's easy man to pick out too. He's a 
his own little style to it, isn't he? Uh, yeah, look, if we're, we're, we're talking shite here and we're guessing and we're yeah. humming and hawing. We're humming and hawing, because we don't there's know. Only, there's only so much shite you yeah. can talk about yeah. when you don't know the yeah. teams are coming the team. I'm no. sure we, we'll get some sort of team Friday morning. Yeah. In well, fairness, yeah. it has been pretty accurate so far this year. Yeah. There hasn't been many changes, but sure. One well, change is to, a big one. It goes to RT, it goes to the printers, or it goes to the yeah, nine o'clock tours tomorrow, and it has to be with the director general. So, so, like, it's gone, it's out, it's out, it's leaked, it's gone around, it's nods and winks, it's gone to the brother, it's gone to the sister, it's gone out in an email. It's, you know, it's just. Does it go direct to RF Towers or does it take a speed wobble on the way? Um, no, I normally normally get it, normally yeah. get it fairly soon, but I don't post but it. But you, you don't post it if you're. Uh... I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be. Um, Annoying people. Yeah. Now we might move on to club football for a few minutes, Ref. Um, a few minutes. Last, last it's all weekend. about. I got my hole opened again, Enzo. With the ah, Ref, I'm a giant. This, this is, yeah. You're um, finally, you're finally fucking cleaning up on me now in in, in, in a competition. And we we we'll go through last week's results and uh, show what what ones we got right, what ones we got wrong first. I fucked. We'll start with Ahamore and Clamaris. And we both got it correct. Balana versus Gary Moore. I listened back to what I said. I said it let my heart rule in my head. I did. And of course, I got it wrong. Balana won comprehensively. Clamaris uh, and Lewisburg. Oh, I went Clamaris. Yeah, I went I... Lewisburg because I I just thought that Clamaris are in a bad run. They've lost four or five games in a row. Uh, missing a few big players. Lewisburg would be big time up for this game and they did win but um, a relegation the, six yeah. pointer a man told me from Lewisburg yeah but so, uh, again you can lose all seven league games and you're still not relegated you go into a relegation playoff oh right so uh, the bottom two would be in the relegation playoff would Valentuber be in a relegation playoff more than likely, and if, if you were, if if you finished second from bottom and got Valentuber on the other side, you wouldn't be happy. No, the boys will be back. Yeah, uh, the next one, uh, Kiltane and Ballinrobe. For me, the result of the weekend. Yeah, Ballinrobe to go down and win in Kiltane. I think there's a lot of senior clubs wouldn't do it. Yeah, but Kiltane aren't going well, like. Well, the bet Ballantubber the week before. Yeah. I thought that had seen them up the top of the RF power rankings. But we'll come back to them at a later date. Uh, <laughs> Kilshamaw and Mayo Gales. This was one that I was really happy with, Ref. I predicted a draw and it was a draw. And you went for Mayo Gales. Uh, Westport and Ballantubber, we both went for Westport. Brafie and Castlebar. There was three options and we got the two wrong ones. I went for Castlebar and you went for the draw. You were closer than I was, but no cigar. No points. No. Uh, Park and Bell, we were both wrong. I went for yeah. Park and you went for the draw. Good result for Bell. Next one, uh, Cross and Kilmina. Yet again, I went for the draw. You went for Kilmina and it was a draw. Um, Kilmain and Ardnery, uh, we both went for Kilmain and Kilmain won. Kilmain Sorry. Yeah, won well, yeah. Kilmain and Ardnery. Uh, we both went for Kilmain sorry Daniil and Ballyhonis um, I went for Daniil you went for Ballyhonis Daniil won that 
serious injury in that game as a talking point to Davy Cunyon. He'd be Billy Honest's main man marker with uh, Mr. Coyne gone to America. Leaves them a little shy of man markers for the rest of the league, but to be okay come championship. Borishula and Davids, we both went for Davids, Davids won. Bill Mullet and Island 80. We both went for Bill Mullet, but just. Uh, just one point. It was a very good performance from Island 80. Uh, I think Bill Mullet only got one point in the second half. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. H- Holly Cara and my Davids in Holly Mount. I went for my Davids. You went for Holly Cara. Oh. I, ha- I had got a little whisper that Brian Reap was back. He came on and scored one three. Uh, Laherdon and Kilcommon. We both got that one wrong. Uh, we both went for Kilcommon. Good win for Laherdon. No, Bunny, Justin Healy. No, uh, Bunny Conlon and Castlebar B. I went for Bunny. You went for Castlebar B. Bunny won. Arden Eastern Gales. We uh, both got it wrong. I went a draw. You went Eastern Gales. Arden won. Knockmore B and Clamoris B. As I said last week, I thought Clamoris B would concede, and it did. Uh, Bally Cry and uh, Ballina B, we both went for Bally Cry. Uh, Kilmovey and Kalala, we both went for Kalala. They're both won. Uh, Tormacady and Bally Castle, you led me astray yet again. You told me Bally Castle had win. I copied you. I thought you'd have inside check on Tormacady and you gave them a bit of a roast. And I think they may have been down players. Oh, they were down loads. No, yeah. It was a waste of time. And mm. Swinford and Ackill. We both went for Swinford. So there was 22 matches, and the final score was RF9, Endemac 17. Oh, my God. Nearly, du- nearly double score. Now, uh, we agreed at the start, if anyone predicted a draw, there was two points. Two points. So it was yeah. really 15-9, but I got two points for the two draws I predicted correctly. And I went with the tactic of going for draws, trying to catch up, but I just picked the right ones, did I? No. Um, Castlebar have a goalkeeper shortage for a few weeks. Oh. And Aidan Welsh was in Walsh was in goal for the seniors. And Kevin Filan was in goal for the intermediates. And Kevin's still uh, part of the management team? Yeah. Um uh Westport Bet Ballantubber and they were missing Connor McGrainer. Anto alerted me to him. Heading off for a few weeks, I I got a picture from an airport. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where was Anto traveling to? You no, know, uh, uh, McGrainer. Hmm. <laughs> I, I yeah, think but... he put it up on social media. All ah, right, right, right. Um, Westport against Ballantubber the weekend. Um, Westport, pretty strong looking team. Um, Paul Lambert got a point. Shane Scott got three points at full forward. They seemed determined to play a big man at full forward, Westport. It was Kevin Kane, then it was McGrain, and McGrain was away, and they put in Shane Scott. So this is obviously going to be a tactic for the year. Some big man is going to be at full forward. Well, if, they're, then, playing, if they're playing that style and they have a set yeah. way of playing, then... Yeah. And come it. here, they have a, a squadron fleet of small, quick lads around them. Uh, when you when you think of Pat Lambert, Paul Lambert, Mark Moore, and Cullum Moore, and they're all smaller players. None of them are that big it's, physically. Talking about Westport and how they're small, quick players is like talking about friends in the Six Nations saying how they're unpredictable. It's mm. just like ah, we know, we know. Yeah. But it's awful hard. Not, it's awful hard not bringing up when you talk about them. 
Yeah, so I can see the reason for playing a big man at the edge of the square, someone to give them a focal point for them lads to work off. But it's too, and it's 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 a different outlet. It's it's we're, if we're not running it, we're we're lamping, lamping it in. Um, for uh, Ballantubber, Stephen O'Malley kicked six points, four frees. Adam Plunkett got two points. Noel Garrity got three frees as well. No score from Kieran Gavin. Amanda was lighting up the. Club scene last year, big scores. Maybe he's playing further out the field. Uh, Lewisburg, 2-12. Clamoris, 3-5. Everyone I talked about this match told me it was the Park Prendergast show in the middle of the field. That he rolled back the years. He called kick-out after kick-out after kick-out. And the Clamoris goalkeeper kept feeding him. It was like feeding the honey monster. (laughs) <laughs> he went. Up, he went up and caught everything that moved in the air. Um, that's one of my better lines, Ref. That's. I think that's going to be the name of the episode. Feeding the Eat honey, the honey monster. Feeding the honey monster <laughs> and the the blue arse fly. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Prendergast back. I told you, come on against Gary Moore. Scored, scored one four and got a red card. Ooh. Um, maybe he for, got when he scored the goal, he took the jersey off or something. Yeah. For Clamoris, um, young f- forward line, uh, Adam Byrne was in it, Johnny Cummins was in it. Um, uh, Shocks got three points, uh, Johnny Cummins got a goal, Stephen McGrail got a goal in the middle of the field. So, uh, ever since you put them in the yeah. Our rankings to have won a match, Ref. I, ho- <laughs> I hope you haven't done the same to Gary Moore. Uh, you put them in last week. I warned you not to put them in, that they hadn't played a lot yet. And Ballina beat them comprehensively. Uh, Fra- Frank Irwin really impressed me at centre forward. Uh, Todd, he, he controlled the game there. Played very well, particularly in the first half. Against the wind, there was a strong wind. Gary Moore went in four points up, could have been seven just before half time. And um, Ballinat took a quick kick out. Shane Nelly met a man with a perfect shoulder. Uh, the ball spilled, Shane was through and goal, and Jerome Henry gave a free. And they went up the field and kicked the point. So, big turning point in the game for me. But uh, Ballinat, the better team, and they were down a lot of players. Gary Moore down five or six, but I'd say Ballina were down eight or nine of what would be their championship team. Ballina have some squad now. They they? have a huge squad. Athletic, full of running. I was very impressed. Dylan Thornton, they used him as a kick-out option, a wing forward. They bypassed the midfield and kicked a lot of ball on top of him. Gary Moore didn't react until halftime. They made a switch at halftime, moved Leiden out on him. It cut off that avenue, but he won the world of ball in the first half. They're getting uh, close, Ballina. They're getting the you know, they're getting the players they need to to just need to jet it now, now together and get over the line. I think not more winning the last two is really going to egg them on as well. Yeah. Ballon Robin Kiltane then uh, Evan O'Brien kicked 10 points any day he kicked 10 points is a super score now 6 frees and 2.45s and 1 mark so he managed to take 1 point for <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but still you have to kick them yeah. um, Liam Burke and Joe Burke got 1-1 apiece um, 
Clifford. For Kiltain, Ulton, Corrigan, kick four points. John Riley got a point. Mickey Sweeney a point. And Healy got a goal. Um, any other matches then? De Daniil and Ballyhonis. This was Ronan's game. Um, the bad injury was the worst part of the game for Ballyhonis. Uh, They've had two bad injuries now in the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh, who was it the first? I can't even remember. Um, Daniil, everyone, including ourselves, were writing them off. And Tommy Conroy got injured. That it was the end of the year for them. They're going well in the league. Um, O'Halloran got a goal. Uh, Sweeney two points. Kane won one, and Parikwell scored six points, four frees. Uh, for Ballyhonis, Keith got a point. Coyne got six points. Uh, Kearney got two points. So a good win for Daniil at home. Um, probably the big story of the weekend, considering I tipped him to win the Intermediate Championship, was my Davids going to Hollymount and winning pretty easily. You love uh, fucking blowing yourself up, you <laughs> Well, Every I chance. did tip them. Come here. Every chance you get. Come, come here. Uh, when they don't win the championship, you can cut me out of it. Well, who'd you tip to win it? My Davids. My Davids. To win the intermediate? Yes, it was a fair big call. Now, they've won nothing yet or after won a league game. They lost the first one. But Brian Reap is a huge plus at club level. Yeah. A club, like the last time they won the, the intermediate championship I thought he more or less won it single-handedly and at intermediate level one top class forward can lead you to glory it happened with Darren Cohen happened with Mickey Conroy and the day if you have one really outstanding forward and he is one at club level uh, Holly Mount Tommy, are Conroy. Of, Tommy Conroy Holly Mount are down a lot of players at the moment uh I don't know, is it injuries or lads away? But uh, I, I looked at their team the weekend and I would say five to seven players that I'd expect to start in the championship weren't there. But that seems to be uh, the case with most clubs across the county, Ref. Yeah. I suppose you have the inter-county players, you have the GA1s and you have uh, leave insert. So... Between the three, most clubs are going to be hit somewhere, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all for a good team out. Um, it's uh, awkward. We're leaving cert as well, and then weddings as well, and everything else. It's, it's every weekend. Every weekend there's something on, and you're missing books. Like, um, it's tough. I have the power rankings here, and as well, give them out to Arda, number one, at three wins from three in the league for the junior. Swinford, number two. Uh, Island Eddy, number three for their performance below Bell Mullet. And number four, Kilcommon. Uh, Lewisburg, number four in the intermediate. Three, Kilmaine. Two, Kilmina, number one, Bell and Robe. And then Ballina, number one, senior. Number two, Ahamore. Number three, not more. Four, of course, has to be Briffey. Brave back Castlebar, so I had to keep them in there. And not more champions and they haven't lost a game. Ah oh, more a good win. Ballina fly on it. Ballinrobe winning below one thing in they're they're in a good position in the league. Kilmina drew across Malina. 
they're having a decent league run so far. Kilmaine, Clifton, and Lewisburg getting the win against Clermont gets them to the fourth place. So, Jermaine Welch for Cross Malign is one of the form forwards in the county. Here. If he's putting up big scores every week, he'd five points again the weekend. Cahill Carlin had three. Um, yeah, good result for Kilmina going to Cross Malina, getting a draw. Um, they haven't lost, have they? Did they play all games? There's a few games this weekend. We're not going to bother predicting them. There's only three or four. It's not worth uh, really going through them. I don't think there's, there's so little. There's not a full round. There's catch-up games for teams that were in the Comortis and Knockmore playing Balahadreen. That's a catch-up game. I'd expect Knockmore to win that one. Parker playing the Neil. That's a tough one to call. Parker You'd probably go for the Neil. I'd probably go for Park. That's it. <laughs> Why, like, I went for the Neil there instinctively thinking, sure, the Bet Bally Hornets, they must be moved. Okay. Why did you think Park? Because they lost. Yeah. And they're at home. The revenge. So, well, not even revenge. There's no revenge against the Neil. But when you lose a match, you nearly have to respond at home the next day, ref. If you don't get a response at home the next day, what does it say about you? Even. Any team I'd be involved with, and by Jesus, they lost a lot of teams, and I was involved with them. But you'd expect a response the next time out. Uh, Laherdon are playing Bell Mullet, another interesting one. Laherdon are going well. Clamaris uh, are playing Castle Bar B. That's the two second teams. Clamaris will probably feel this weekend when there's no senior match. Westport are playing Kilmavi as well. Yeah, so, a couple of catch up uh, games. It's a bad go. time. It's a bad time for. Uh, second teams playing a first team the likes of Kilmavina going down to Westport with Westport senior team not playing Yeah, they, they can load up fill her up now and yeah, yeah it can. is it is yeah. yeah you're lucky to get if you're a first team playing a second team this weekend because they can load her up you're unlucky to be a first team you know you know the point I'm making I didn't yeah. phrase it very well um yeah, the club stuff, uh, it's just no bite to it, Ref. I've it's been in le- a few club it's games. The league now, now. League. the league, yeah. relax. Yeah, uh, but there is no bite to the games like there used to be. <laughs> I, I'm going back to bygone days when county players played league football that are gone forever. Yeah, but you, they're probably at around a championship play that gets to that sort of level. I think it's more about getting the optimum level. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like, your, your match the weekend, like uh, you'd you'd say yourself, they came up with very few of their team. Yeah, there isn't half to that. So. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's 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 a case of getting the games played now. There's no love for the league like there used to be. That's my point. Well, we had, the problem was we were we had three weekends in a row. And we told everyone to be booked if they're going away or going somewhere. It was the week after, like so, it just, it just didn't. We couldn't play the week after then. It was a mess. Um, yeah. A couple other games I didn't mention. Mayo Gales are playing Kiltane. My Davids are playing Kilcommon as well. This weekend. My Davids are going to win that. Yeah, I'd agree with you. My Davids win. And Mayo Gales should be Kiltane at home. Should. You'd expect to should. Give them the Kiltane adds a bit of motivation. Yeah. Um, any other crack ref before we call her off for tonight? It's getting late, it's after 11 o'clock. 
No, another long evening. I just got in the door from training, so. And I had training myself this evening, so. Yeah, I'm going to kill this blue bottle and upload this podcast. Feeding the honey monster. <laughs> <laughs> Porrick loved it. I hope that doesn't stick, Porrick. <laughs> the honey monster. Yeah. <laughs> he won the. He's the only man to win it or to score a penalty and save a penalty in the World Cup final. The honey monster. Okay. Do you remember the yeah. ad? No. Yeah. Um, uh, Someone. Yeah. That was a quiz question before. Someone pulled on me before. I thought it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was like the last night. Actually, a good one for you. The last night we were in the. I was in Maura Luke's, and there was a a gentleman from Tormacady called uh, Pat Nyocton. Pat had been the father of Tom and Brian. Character now, this guy is brilliant. So we came into the pub all serious. We we're sitting down watching the minor hurling awfully we were playing. Came in all serious, sat down between me and another fella and started shaking his head it was that's not good like jeez what's up he looks shook like he just kind of quietly goes man after getting shot 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 down the village and everyone kind of went what's going on here someone got shot and then people were like what happened Ben? what happened and he just kind of went quiet again wasn't there <laughs> there's a film being recorded or being made in Tormacady at the moment and so <laughs> Some fella got shot in the film. Like I thought, he had us. He had everyone going for about two or three minutes. I thought it was brilliant. Well, I know he won't be listening to the podcast. I'm safe enough. He, he wouldn't be the man for the technology, but you'd a good story. You'd be surprised who listens to it, Ref. I do. Yeah. Here, fellas in different counties. Uh, oh, we got a winner at last in the bet of the week too, Ref. So yes, we had three losers in a row. It was time we got one. Yeah, and 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 Ramton. Mm. So uh, that'll be an interesting final. Uh, for It's not a bet of the week because it's not this week, folks, but I have backed Westmead to win at 7-4 to four, and I have backed them halftime, full-time at 9-2 to two against my own old counter. Oh, yes. And they should never back against your own. Uh, I'm a male man now, ref. Oh, uh, should never... Never jump ship that quick, Enda. No, it's 25 years off. It nah, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> uh, the women had a win, ref, against Cavan. Uh, the just, women's championship has completely went under the radar, hasn't it? Yeah, because there's so much on. Yeah. Uh, Me and Arma, I watched a bit of it now. It it was uh, exciting. It ended in a draw. Me don't seem to have the hunger that they had last year. I won't be tipping them to win all Ireland early this year. Just very hard to win back to back in anything, as you seen with Tyrone in the men's to, to keep that hunger. That's why Knockmore's performance last year was so good. Yeah, they were super fit. It's yeah. um. It's it's a long it's a long year. It's it's not looking good for me, is it? They have to who does to play? Who's the top team in their group? Well, they're playing Dublin after this weekend. Yeah, yeah. But they're in the quarterfinals, so. I know, yeah, but it's they're a good bit off. But should they're losing so they many players? They've, they've lost so many players. Seventeen yeah. or eighteen players have gone to the WAFL now. Yeah, I think it'll be twenty as of tomorrow, as far as I know. But hard blamed them. Some of them are getting sixty thousand for six months' work, and most of them are getting forty thousand now for six months' work. It's there's a lot of bread, and that's Euro ref. Uh, 
yeah. you're at home here and you read some of the articles. I read a piece from Fiona McHale was a few weeks ago that they're still not even getting their mileage expenses. Are they not? No. So can you blame any young athlete who wants to go abroad and experience life? You know Probably. what I mean? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not, it's not... Uh, We'd obviously all, all love to see them playing with their clubs and their counties, but they never see them, even if you do, you'll never see them playing with their club now because they're gone before the club championships. Yeah. Like there's clubs putting a lot of time and effort and develop these players and they just disappear. It's very hard on them. Now I'm sure they wish them well and everything else, but sure it's just one side of the draw, isn't it? Come here, a lot of clubs that said the same about lads with the county teams were so Yeah. Yeah. You know. Ah yeah, ah yeah. Sure, look, it's 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 it's. We're not going to fix it tonight. No, we won't fix it. So that's it. Now, anything else happening in your life, Ref? I'm flat out all the time, and I'm not sleeping enough. Any turf? Turf is footed. Um, another a good two couple of weeks. I'm sure it'll be down. Um, do you do the job yourself? No, I say I'm I'm away from the home house. I I I'm getting away from getting away scot free with it. So. I sure, I should go down and help for sure. Sure, I'm gone every do, fucking week. Do you call for a load every year just to no, <laughs> em- no. em- empty the shed? No, 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 no. There's plenty to be burnt in our house. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take it off them now. I wouldn't take it off them. Um, I'm never down. I'm never down there. I just have to uh, spend more time now next year down Newport. Um, so yeah. that's it. Uh, I'm for Dublin anyway. You're 50 50 on defence. It'll be. Another long day, I'm sure. It's pity the minor match wasn't like the one on the Saturday that you could have got it in beforehand, but sure, you can't have everything. Watch the minor game and then stay in Tullamore, Mullingar. Yeah, too dear to stay anywhere. Mike up and down, we'll see. How much of the hotel room do you think in... I would think... Del- I didn't check In Mullingar, I'll check it now for the crack. I would say. say €160 a night. Oh, it'd probably be more now at this stage. It was two seconds, Mullingar, typing it in here now. I'll go with Mullingar, it's bigger. And it's Saturday, Park. Saturday, Sunday, search. And we have a B&B, Mornington House, 105 euro. Multifarnham. Multifarnham is... 66, 60, 75. And then it's 157 for fucking glamping. No, it's cheap enough to say Mullingar. It's a big glamping roof, and so anyway. There's nothing glamp about fucking Mullingar anyway, especially time. No. Right. Before we'll we be back any... next week, hopefully, folks, with a review of a successful Ireland quarterfinal at both at, at senior level and minor semi-final. And the excitement levels will go into Mayo fever. <laughs> Mayo are back, lads. I'd be delighted to hear that, that the yeah. Mayo fever getting that done. I hope they bring out a pod now for the semi-final. Mm. Normally, seem to free themselves up for the summer, whatever they do for a living. Must be the um, bog, Must be. They were busy during the summer. Right, up right, Mayo. Out of here, it's getting late. Up Mayo. <laughs>